What's up? Hey girl, so much. Get your cups ready because we're about to pour. This is the Queen's Cup. Who do you, who do you, who do you, who do you know you are? I'm a boss with a little bit of sassy and a whole lot of classy. I'm confident. I'm beautiful. Who do you know you are? I'm Risa. And I'm Rika. And this is the Queen's Cup Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Queen's Cup Podcast. This is your girl, Al Teresa. And Erica. And we are back for another episode. Yes. So guys, we have been gone, I don't know, five, six weeks now. It's been a little minute since yes. we've spoken to you guys, and a lot has been going on in our lives, but we think it's time for you guys to hear an update as to what's going on with us and um, a long overdue episode of the podcast. So, Erica, what's been going on with you? Well, the last couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, guess what? I'm in another semester of school. Um, <laughs> it's always exciting. Um, other than that, still on my health journey. I have not met my goal, but <laughs> uh, I think I have some help in that area because <laughs> I may have a new uh, fitness instructor. We had our first little trial run today, so that went well. So, you know, I'm, I'm having high hopes for that. Other than that, um, my first part of what I'm doing for my book is coming up. So I'm excited Yay! about that. So I'm making some preparations towards that so i'm super excited about that and we definitely miss you guys yeah our family <laughs> we have not had an opportunity to talk to you guys so we're definitely um excited for this episode we definitely are so another thing me and erica are doing is stocks you didn't talk about that oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> we have been di been diligently um, investing in cryptocurrency and regular stocks and, you know, we're beginners, <laughs> but, um, we're definitely into stocks now. And so that's exciting. You know, it comes with highs and lows. If you, if you know <laughs> oh, about yes. that. <laughs> yes. Um, but we wanted to diversify our income, so to speak. <laughs> so we're still doing stocks. So I uh, just wanted to shout that out. Um, so yeah, so what's been going on with me? The school year is almost over. Thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, I've been uh, doing virtual school at home since March of last year. And so it's been a roller coaster, but we're at the end of the road. Two more weeks of school. And I'm excited about that. Um, and the kids are doing well. Hubby's doing well. Um, what else in regards to home life? Home life is going well. Um, I ended my semester because for those who know, I, I I was teaching, and so the semester is over, and I recently got asked to come back in the fall, so I'm excited about that. I'll be teaching again as <laughs> Professor Clark. <laughs> um, business is doing well, um, and speaking of, so this month is Mental Health Awareness Month for those who know um, and for those who don't know. And so, you know, like every other initiative and things, there are, there are awareness months, and so as a therapist, I've been heavily pushing this month for mental health awareness, but I want to say, I want to talk about my own mental health um, because I am a therapist and I encourage people to do things that make them feel better and, and, and you know, enhance their mental health. And so 
unfortunately, I did have a loss of a friend and a colleague last month. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which was April. And so for me, um, that was originally why we took the, the break. Um, to be honest, my mindset, my mental health was not there. I needed the time to take off, to grieve, and to just get my mental health together. And so I think that, unfortunately, we as a people, we are reactive and we're not proactive. We're always running to put out fires instead of figuring out ways to manage things before they get chaotic. And so for me, it was also kind of like a moment where I needed to slow down, take care of myself and deal with a lot of the grief that I was feeling. And grief is a, is a journey. It doesn't end because, you know, the funeral's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody has to take their own journey of grief, but I'm in a much better place now. And my dear friend, her name was Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. She was a colleague, an amazing, amazing social worker and therapist. And um, her, she will truly be missed. Yes. And so um, I had to take that time to just deal with my mental health for those who did not know, for the listeners who did not know. Um, but I want to encourage you all that whatever obstacles or struggles you may, you guys may be going through, it is okay to take a pause and take care of yourself um, because you have to take care of yourself first. And so that is a segue into what we're talking about um, on this week's episode. Um, it encompasses a topic around taking care of yourself and your overall mental health is boundaries um, <laughs> and setting healthy boundaries right. at that, right? Um, and so we wanted to talk about this topic because this is something everybody has experienced on one level or another about how to create healthy boundaries, when to say no, and all those type of things. And so um, I'll let Erica kick it off first. So this is something that I'm working on. But I think it's important to set boundaries because if you don't set limitations, then people can just do whatever and kind of run amok in your life. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, some people, you know, they have the um, audacity, not, <laughs> <laughs> not the audacity. Um, some people, they have the res- they have that respect for you where they won't um, push, cert- push certain limitations. Um, but some people, they don't have respect for you and they will push those limitations mm-hmm. and they will push those boundaries that you have not set or you have not clearly set. And when I say clearly set, you have maybe vocalized something, but you have not held them accountable. So right. to them, that limitation doesn't exist. So um, and even for people, you know, if you don't make um, make your limitations known or your boundaries then people won't know what they are. So they mm-hmm. may be doing something that may irk your nerves or <laughs> right. may, or they is the last straw and they didn't know it and they got a couple straws in their hand, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> because you haven't really established that. So I think it's important for you to set that boundary. So for your own mental peace, for your own mental health, and just for the overall health and wealth of that relationship, whether it be professional, personal, um, uh, relational, whatever that you know type of relationship is, right. it's important to set boundaries because um, you'll have your if you I think and it's it's important to do it from the beginning. If you're already been in a relationship for about fifteen years and you say, right, well, you know, 
I never really liked your mom staying at our house for about seven to ten weeks. <laughs> or you say, oh, well, you know, um, why your sister kids got to come over here every weekend? Like, <laughs> right. If you, it's just like stuff that really irks your nerves. And it could be great or small. But if you don't communicate those things from the beginning, and even when you go to like having a marriage and stuff like that, I heard somebody say, you know, talk about everything. Like nothing is off the table because mm -hmm. this is a person, this is my life partner, this is somebody that I want to spend or I am going to spend around the rest of my life with or I want to spend the rest of my life with. So we need to have these um, conversations, estab conversations established so that nothing is like you're pulling the wool over their eyes or basically the wool is pulled over your eyes and it's just like, well, mm -hmm. who did I marry? You know, so, um, but yeah, boundaries, and and I think it's important too, especially with children and especially younger people <laughs> that may be in your life because mm -hmm. you especially you do let them go one mile, they're gonna go ten. So right, it's important to establish those boundaries because if you don't, then it's not gonna put you in a good emotion, emotional or mental space. I agree with that, and to take it a step further, when you set boundaries. Right. And you let these people know, hey, you cannot cross this line. I told you before, if you do this, this makes me feel this way. This hurts my feelings or I don't like this or you keep taking advantage of me. It's OK to cut people mm. off. If right. people are not respecting your boundaries, if people are not respecting your wishes and things that you are asking of them, especially if you have a relationship with them and not just an intimate partner, but friendships and mm -hmm. families and coworkers and people that you know that you have connections to, if they're not respecting your boundaries, cut them off. Right. That is absolutely okay. We live in a world where people will make you feel bad for setting boundaries. People will make you feel bad if you say no, or if you cut people off because they are not respecting your boundaries. At the end of the day, creating these boundaries is for your mental health and it's for a peace of mind for you. And so if you're constantly telling people over and over and over not to do something or don't talk to me like that or don't treat me mm. like that and they keep doing it, then at this point, the ties need to be severed. And for me, I had to deal with that in the sense of it took me a long time to get to that point with certain relationships I had in my life because I would give these per people a chance and another chance. And another chance and I would feel bad. I'm like, but they're my friend or, mm -hmm. oh, because of this or, oh, because of that. And the reality is, is that at the end of the day, they don't care. No, nope. they don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't care. And at the end of the day, if someone truly cares about you, they will try to change or alter what you're asking of them. If it's within reason. Right. But if they are just wilding out and just don't care about Ooh. your feelings, stepping all over you, don't, don't care at all. <laughs> then at the end of the day, you have to protect yourself. And as y'all can say, I'm getting hyped about this conversation. Okay, <laughs> listen, I have to censor myself because I have been through this quite a few times in my life and even more so recently with realizing that if you keep pouring and pouring and pouring into these people and they are not reciprocating and giving you the same respect and, and understanding that these are my boundaries and I'm asking you not to disrespect me or these boundaries, then you have to go. Talk that talk. <laughs> talk that talk. It's the for you. <laughs> I'm about to go to a musical about this. 
But that is the reality of it. There is no if, ands, or buts. At this point in my life, I have zero tolerance for ignorance and disrespect. Mm. And if you can't respect me or respect my boundaries that mm. I set for my peace, then you have mm. to go. And I am absolutely okay with that. Friends, family, whoever, you can get the scissors. Okay? <laughs> you can get cut at this point. And I wish you all the best all the way over there, but you can no longer reside in my space. And that's just Period. <laughs> Thank you. And I think too is that people think that your time is their time. No, baby, you're not on my time. I'm not on your calendar. Right. Okay. You're on my calendar. It doesn't work like that. You cannot <laughs> come in and out of my life whenever you feel like it. My, mm -hmm. my my life is not a revolving door. It doesn't work like that. And they just think that it's cool. It's like, well, let's just pick up where we left off. Where we left off, the door was closed. Why do you think that you can open it? Right. So I'm just like, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that, especially in our adult lives. Like, no, like, mean what you say and say what you mean. What you mean. Amen. And let your, um, let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. Like, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're wanting something to go in a certain direction, then that needs to line up with your actions. Right. You know, so healthy boundaries, like if someone is making, like Alcee said, someone's making you feel less than or not um honoring the relationship in a good way or a way that makes you feel good or mm -hmm. it's always you pouring into them and not the reciprocal. It yep. does not work like that. So, yep. no. Yeah. So, yeah. Make them respect your time. They don't respect your time, then they don't respect you. And that's just point blank. And period. Like, <laughs> respect me, respect my time, and respect everything that comes with me. And then I think this too, like, we have to value ourselves enough to say, you know, I love this person. Yep. And this person may have been in my life a long time, but that doesn't mean that they need to stay in your life. Or maybe mm -mm. we need to reevaluate some things. Right. Maybe you're not who you say you are. Maybe you're not who I thought you are. Maybe you're not who you appear to be. Right. And maybe I need to <laughs> reel it back in and rethink some things because you out here wolfing, thinking that I'm, I'm thinking you something else, but you a wolf in sheep's clothing. So right. really, I need to deal with me too. <laughs> right. Because I want to let you get along. And then that's what really pissed you off too is that you let somebody get along with get go um get away with the habit so long where they don't even see what they're doing wrong. Like they don't see no yep. wrong in the things that they do, but they need a news flash. And I think that you the one that needs to give it to them. Exactly. Like, they need a reality <laughs> check because no, life does not work like that. Right. Right. And the saying is you have to show people how to treat you 100%. Mm. If you allow someone to constantly take advantage of you, disrespect you, call mm. you out of your name, treat mm. you badly, mistreat you, use you, Ooh. then they will continuously do it. People who are um, people who continuously do those things. And when you set the boundaries, they have the biggest problem with it. They're it's offended. Like, oh, no. How dare you protect your peace? How dare you tell me no? How dare you not allow me to treat you any type of way anymore? How dare you? And it's like, well, that's your problem. It's not mine because I don't care if it took me 20 years to come to this realization. <laughs> I'm here. I'm late to the party, but I'm here. And no is no, or you're not going to treat me any that anyway like that anymore. Because if you do, you have to go. And for a lot of time, for a lot of people, they don't want to receive that. They don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. They want to go back to thing, how the way things used to be. But reality check, I'm not in the dark anymore. I'm no Ooh. longer allowing you to treat me that way. And this is the new set of rules. You don't want to follow them? There's the door. And exactly. that's just simple. And so a lot of people, especially when you start saying no, oh, it's like the end of the yes. world. They forget all the times that you've ever said yes. It's like, right. oh, no, you, you told me. You know, how dare you? 
Right. And it's just like my life is not at your disposal. My time is not at your disposal. Right. Like, no. <laughs> and it's no is no. And no period is a complete sentence. Mm. No. You don't have to give an explanation. That's you don't not hard. you don't have to explain away you why you said no. You don't have to say, Oh, I can't do it. No, I'm sorry. Because, but tomorrow exactly. or because it's no period. And they can stare at you blankly because people have done that. <laughs> that like they're waiting for an explanation. <laughs> oh, it's it's just no. You were waiting. It's nothing else happening after that period. It's just no. <laughs> and they're like, well, what? No. Let me spell it. N-N-O. Or, or people who will ask, you will ask them to do something that really may not be going out of their way. And they don't, have, they don't feel no way about telling you no. So. Right. <laughs> They'll tell you no quickly. So, listen. Exactly. They, let, these people will tell you no in the quickness. Yes. Let... <laughs> Let peace come with your no. Feel peace about it. Feel, right. Feel the rushing mighty wind <laughs> when you tell people no. Because yep. especially the ones who don't have no issue. You know, with, and you know, I'm not saying, we're not saying by no means be heartless, but you cannot be all things to all people. Because right. then again, who are you to yourself if you are all things to all people Absolutely. at all times? Yep. So some things are just, and then some of the requests are so outlandish. I'm just really? like... Dang, don't have boo boo the fool written on my face. Because what, what would make you think that right. I'm going to do that? What you're requesting of me, right? I just <laughs> and then it goes back to when I was talking about um this relationship I was in. Like, oh, I don't even, and I don't even think I tapped into this, but we gonna we gonna do it today. Okay, uh, we gonna. So do it was it. just just this guy that I was dating, and we weren't dating long at all, not even a month, and he think that I owed him sex. Mm. It was a requirement, okay? Mm. He thinks I absolutely was supposed to give him give him sex. And when I didn't, he had an attitude. He didn't want to deal with me. Oh, I'm not finna come get you, whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. I mean, let me tell you one thing about it. Like, because, and this is one thing that I appreciate is that my father, like, this was something that's... Like, I don't got to beg you for nothing. Like, right. <laughs> anything that I needed of a man outside of that relational stuff, my father has taught me. Like, I don't got to deal with certain BSO. Like, yes, you have some big shoes to fill <laughs> if right. you're my man, but none of them are without reason. But to make you, for you to think that I got that low self-esteem, right. that I think that I have, that I owe you sex, or I owe you my body, or I owe you my time. No, it's, it don't work like that. Mm -hmm. And especially after a month, Right. Really? It's just, and a lot of men try to deal with you, they try to deal with women with the same way that they dealt with women in the past. Mm -hmm. Or they try to deal with women, the every woman the same way. I'm not that girl, because if I was that girl, you would have been with that girl. Like, right. <laughs> so, why are you trying to make me out to be somebody else? Exactly. Okay, go to the girl around the corner who's going to give it up to you in two seconds, because she's not me. Right. So I just it's just crazy to me. Right. And if that's your choice to give it up in a week or two, that's your choice. <laughs> right. But she's just saying that's not her. Especially you ain't did nothing spectacular, bro. <laughs> like you you feel like you didn't you didn't even earn nothing. You just like, okay, give it to me. It's like that don't work like that. Mm. But you set healthy boundaries and people have a problem with that. The no is the no. No matter how many times you try say it, what language you say it in, <laughs> it's still no. And sometimes even in relationships like Erica said, this is where big boundaries need to be set and a lot of women and men 
they have a hard time setting boundaries with their spouse, with their partner, with their significant other. They don't really understand how to, they feel bad or they feel like, well, this is the person I'm with and I should just let them do whatever and say whatever. No, ma'am, no, sir. You have to set strong boundaries, especially when you're dating somebody because you are setting the tone. If you mm. let this man treat you any kind of way the first time, the first year you dating and then y'all get married and you expect him to turn into this Superman, it's no sis. Mm. In the same way for a man, if you let this woman talk to you any kind of way, treat you any kind of way, do whatever to you, and then you expect her to change, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. So there's the saying of how you start is how you finish in your relationship. So if you want to have respect and if you want these things to happen you have to set those boundaries up front so that you can let them know no 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 you're not going to talk to me any kind of way you're not going to treat me any kind of way because this is what my this is what my limits are this is what I de demand for respect mm -hmm. and if you cannot offer that to me then you also have to go and that's okay I wish you all the best but we can't be together mm -hmm. anymore and a lot of times in relationships that's a big struggle for men and women setting healthy boundaries and so saying no is a boundary. No, and that's it. No, mm -hmm. and that's it. I have to say that again, because sometimes for people who are people pleasers, it's very hard to say no. People mm -hmm. who can't say no, they struggle with it. It's hard. They feel bad. Then the other person may guilt trip you and make you feel bad for saying no. Oh, but I'm not going to, my light's going to get turned off or, oh, I'm not going to have a ride to work or, mm -hmm. oh my God, this and all oh my, it's the end of the world. But guess what? You say no, they'll find another way. Mm -hmm. Yep. They will find somebody else to ask. They will figure it out. Yep. They will go on and figure it out, but they will make you feel like you're the last option. Mm -hmm. There is no other people, no other person in this world that can help them. And that's part of the guilt trip mm -hmm. that they make you feel. Yep. And it's the entitlement for me. It's the entitled, like the people who really lack boundaries are those who feel entitled. They feel entitled to whatever it is you possess, mm -hmm. be it time, be it your personal space, whatever. They feel entitled to that. They feel that you and your time is at their disposal. Once right. Again, mm -hmm. They feel entitled. And I think we really need to rid ourselves of an entitlement, especially in, in families. Oh, you yes. Need to rid your, your sister, your brother, cousin. Whoever, they're not entitled to do anything for you. And that's what you really need to realize. Mm -hmm. And some people don't really, that don't really connect with them. Nobody owe you nothing. Not your mama, your daddy. Nobody. They don't owe you nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing at all. And on the flip side of that, for people who are the entitled folks, if you're listening, you have to, the same thing that Erica's saying, you have to realize that nobody owes you anything. If you ask and someone tells you no, then they tell you no. That is right. their prerogative and their right to tell you no. And for you not to make them feel bad or get upset because they told you no. Because the reality is, is that mm -hmm. that's, you don't know what that person have to do. Right. You don't know their finances, their right. time, what's on their plate. You just assume that I asked you and you're supposed to jump and do it. No, ma'am. No, sir. That's not how life works. If someone tells you no, you politely say, okay, and you move on. I, and I used to, years ago when I first had Elijah, I would feel upset because I'd be like, I asked people to help me or watch Elijah and I'll be upset because they said no. And I had to realize that they don't owe me nothing. <laughs> me and my husband had him, not these people. It's nice that they were there to help. Right. But I would find myself getting upset. Oh, they don't want to help me. I'll, I'm going to show them or see them. <laughs> next time they call my aunt, you know, I would be upset. And then I had to realize that 
that is not their responsibility to take care of my child that I brought into this world. That They can say no. They have every right to say no. And I feel like a part of that is selfishness where you feel like it's me, 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 me. And if you can't help me, 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 then you don't want to deal with somebody or you're upset because people tell you no. But you have to take a step back and realize that people have lives. Mm -hmm. People have their own problems to deal with, their mm -hmm. own struggles. And because you pour and dump your stuff out on them, you expect them to help you. But you don't know what's on their plate that they got to deal with. Right. So you just upset because they told you no, but you don't even understand what the no is because you in your own feelings. That's just, and that is a part of selfishness sometimes that people could just think about their own issues. And the reality is we all got some. Right. On and some it, level. Right. And I think so too is that if you're on the receiving end of the no, and sometimes you need to maybe reevaluate re that relationship because if you go to bounds and leaps to help someone and if you ask them a small request and every time it's a no or it's an inconvenience, mm -hmm. you need to really reevaluate who you're giving your time to and who you're pouring into that is not reciprocating that same relationship. So, so whenever you ask them something, it's an inconvenience whether they don't have enough gas or they don't they don't want to go out of their way or they weren't going in that direction, whatever it is, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they always feel make you seem like your requesting is an inconvenience. And maybe you need to reevaluate what you're doing for that person in the space that they fit in your life. Maybe, um, I, I know it was, um, from a group that I would meet with is, you know, sometimes you have to put people in another space because sometimes we have people in spaces that, they don't really fit anymore or maybe mm -hmm. they never fit. So if that was somebody that you were close to or somebody that you esteemed highly or something like that. I mean, sometimes you need to reevaluate their relationship and really understand the function or the space that they hold in your life. Maybe they're not a friend anymore. Maybe they're an acquaintance. Maybe right. they're an accomplice. Maybe they're not a best friend. Maybe they're a friend. Maybe they're a, somebody you can go in, go out to the movies with or right. read a good book and share your experience with. Maybe that's just a coworker. Maybe that's not a friend. So right. <laughs> we have many spaces that we have people in and maybe they need to maybe not graduate, but a step down. So downgrade. <laughs> really? <laughs> Really evaluate, you know, what you request of someone, and it may, and it's sometimes not even about requests. It's emotionally not being available. Mm -hmm. You're always emotionally available, available for that person, and it's not the same. Your hurts, your pains, your worries, your cries, your emotions—they do not share them. They don't feel your pain when you feel faint pain, and neither do they try to. They don't try right. to understand you on certain levels. But they want you to be there at their beck and call. And it doesn't work like that. And there should be no one in your life who would expect that of you and don't pour into you the same way. Right. And I agree to piggyback on what Erica said, because I wholeheartedly believe this. And being, an, um, I would say, an emotionally intelligent, I'm a natural giver. I give of myself to those who I love. And I had to realize that I was pouring into other people that were not pouring into me. And maybe not, someone doesn't always have the capacity to pour into you. That's not what we're saying is like, they always have to. But if you're realizing that you're pouring and pouring and pouring, and there's nothing being poured or reciprocated back, then you have to reevaluate those relationships to, re to understand, do they need to be in the same place where they were? Mm -hmm. Your expectations of that person need to shift, right? And like she said, they might be someone where they're really close 
and your inner circle and maybe they no longer deserve that space or maybe they have outgrown that season mm -hmm. in your life and they need to be shift to someone you talk to here and there right doesn't mean you don't care for them or don't love them but the reality is is that you can't continuously pour into other people that don't pour back into you or you're always showing up or you're always there when they need mm -hmm. you you're always giving to them your time your money your energy and then when you need them to show up, they do not show up. They don't care to show up. They just don't show up mm -hmm. and they feel no remorse about it at all. It's kind of like, oh, well, but then they turn around with their hand out for you to pour and show up for them. And the reality is, is that if you're thinking like, hmm, do I have these type of people in my life? You may. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, those people may be close to you. They may be friends or they may even be family. And you have to realize that even friends and family who you've, you're connected to and you they've been in your life for a very long time, that does not mean that those relationships are healthy. They could be toxic relationships that you have to let mm -hmm. go. And because of time, because of relations, relationships and because of whatever, you are afraid to let go of those relationships. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is that if they don't serve you well anymore, they alter your peace. They alter your mental state. They cause you stress, anguish, anxiety, mm. all kinds of things. Then you have to let those relationships go. Because at the end of the day, they will protect their peace. You call them and you ask them to help you and they will not. But vice versa, they will hound you down like a dog. Blow up your phone. Call you constantly. Text you for you to help them. But mm. you asked them something last week and they told you no. And they were absolutely fine with that. But they expect you to, to, you know, bend over backwards for them. That's just not healthy. And this is where you need to set those boundaries and throw up those boundaries so that you can protect yourself. And at the end of the day, sometimes you have to cut relationships off. Right. And I think it's, it's important that all your relationships should be fruitful. Right. There should be no dead relationship that you are comfortable with being dead and active. Mm -hmm. So if it could be dead, if they're not in your life, but right. <laughs> letting somebody be a spot filter or a placeholder, we're not doing that in 2021. No. Okay. We're not doing that. So each relationship that you have should be growing and fruitful and then people should be, you both should be pouring into it. Right. So um, don't allow those relationships to, to remain in your life if they're not fruitful. And also people, um, relationships that lack boundaries are often can um distractions or can be distractions because mm -hmm. like you said that if you're disturbing your peace and if you um set a boundary that you have clearly set and they're continuously continuously overstepping that boundary then it causes you mental anguish or stress or you mad mm -hmm. or you in your feelings when you don't have to be you right. don't have to allow that person to give them that opportunity to do so and you don't have to continue with that relationship to function in that manner but also, we have to understand that you can expect people, give people grace to set new boundaries. Right. Because just because your homegirl liked to go to the club and she don't want to do that no more, then you shouldn't be mad. Right. <laughs> and you'll feel like, oh, she ain't cool no more. She, right. It's, that's her prerogative. It's not doing anything to hurt you. And that's the only thing that was the glue to keep y'all friendship relationship or, or y'all friendship together. And what did y'all really have to begin with? Exactly. Allow people to grow. Allow yourself to grow and allow and don't feel bad. Just like, dang, oh, I feel disconnected because I'm doing this. And that person is not trying to elevate 
in that area of their life or in any areas of their life, don't don't shame yourself like, dang, oh my gosh, like you cannot allow yourself to feel bogged down. And like Elsa said, you know, not celebrate your successes because they're not willing or trying mm -hmm. to elevate themselves in a way that you may be. So that's another part of it. But <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> absolutely. I agree. And so, you know, saying all of that, as we think about boundaries, take what we said and evaluate the relationships that are in your life. If there are relationships where you need to set boundaries, then take this step to set those boundaries. And set those healthy boundaries so that you'll have a better peace of mind and you don't feel drained, emotionally drained, mentally drained from all of the pouring or all of the things that people have done to you because you don't have boundaries. And for those people who all, always step over people boundaries where you don't care, think about it if it was you, right? How would you want someone to treat you? How would you, how would you want someone to respect you and your boundaries? And thinking of it vice versa. And so taking this moment, you know, as we come to an end of Mental Health Awareness Month, just looking at these boundaries to help your mental health to make you, to get you to a place of peace, because people will try all the time to shake and rattle your peace and you should not let them. At the end of the day, they didn't give you that peace and they shouldn't be able to take it away. Ooh, so you have to do that. whatever you have to do <laughs> to protect your peace and to protect your peace of mind, because people will try you left and right. And at the end of the day, you have to protect yourself. You have to treat yourself well. And so mm -hmm. this setting healthy boundaries is a way that you can treat yourself well so that you are not walk, walking around uh, emotionally scarred and emotionally mm -hmm. drained from all of the things that people have done or try to do to you. So those are healthy boundaries for, for our uh, core conversations today. <laughs> <laughs> Set those boundaries, girls and guys. Okay. 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 <laughs> So we're going to roll over to our rants. And so um, I'll let Erica start her rant. Of course, because now I need to remember it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I do want to say, you know, love on yourself. We only get one of us. <laughs> right. Which is clear. But, you know, love on yourself and... If you need time to unplug, to unwind, to feel whatever emotion that you need to feel in that instance, and if it's even if it's a quote unquote what would be considered a negative emotion, like allow yourself that time to realize that you are human. Mm -hmm. And if it's something that doesn't need to stay in your heart, then ask God to clear it out, but allow yourself to be human and to feel in the moment what you need to feel and to um expel that feeling whenever it needs to but do not rush certain emotions i think sometimes we we rush to heal we rush mm -hmm. to feel better we rush to help other people so it's just like well i need to be this in this space so let me hurry up and try to make myself feel better or you drinking coffee you taking medication or you uh, or whatever it is that you feel that you may need to self-medicate to make yourself in a space to feel normal again. Right. And, you know, allow yourself that mental, that mental, um, that time to, to meditate, to pray, whatever it is, but allow yourself to just simply be when you need to be, mm -hmm. whether it be reading, whether it be a, a nap, whether it be going on a walk, Whatever it is that will help you mentally um, 
free your mind or get to a better space, but allow yourself that grace in that time. And may or may not happen, and it may not happen as quickly as you expect it to be or you hope it to be, but it will come as long as you continue to do the work. Right. And part of that work is allowing your time yourself that time to, to heal in a healthy manner. Right. And you are on no one else's timeline. It is not your responsibility to make somebody else feel okay with how long it takes you to get your mental health intact as long as you're doing the work. Right. Of course, people are going to be concerned if they see you spiraling out of control or you're in a manic depressive state or you're continually, I hope I'm using the right term, if you're, you know, chronically in depression, then of course they're going to be concerned. But if you are aware of where you are and you're actively doing the work to be better and to do better, allow yourself that time and can't nobody tell you where you should be and how you need to get there. Mm-hmm. But God, okay? Right. So <laughs> allow yourself that that grace, that space, take care of you, especially moms. I'm not a mom, but moms take care of yourself. Dads mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Sometimes it's okay to, to let the, the baby run around dirty for two minutes if you just need to, <laughs> yeah. you just need to sit on the couch and, <laughs> and just clear your mind for a second. The baby go get a bath. Right. They they done put powder all over their stuff. Whatever they doing, they had no business doing. It's okay. The yes. house don't got to be perfect all the time. Yes. But allow yourself to just be and love on yourself and allow people to love on yourself because love on you because yes. sometimes... People are so giving, but they don't allow other people to bless them. Oh, no, I'm good. Like, <laughs> allow mm-hmm. people, people, God puts you here to be a blessing, and God also allows people to reciprocate. So if you are constantly blessed, blocking the blessing that God is giving to you, then what can he give you? And you saying no to everything because you're always saying, oh, no, I don't need that. No, I don't need that. And then you want to like, well, dang, no, nobody really think of you because you right. always said, you've always said no. Right. So, you know. Allow people to love on you. Absolutely. They don't mean you no harm. You're not trying to hold something over your head or anything like that. Allow people to love on you. Good people. Yes. I say. Good people. Yes. Not people who want something in return. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I think that was definitely uh, needed to hear, especially in the times that we're in. Um, so my rant is, um, specifically, I guess for the underdog and the underdog, mm-hmm. what I mean, what I mean are people who people, people who society has counted out for whatever reason, whether you're, you're disabled, they say you're not smart. Um, mm-hmm. you're not pretty enough. You're not skinny enough. Um, you know, you, you're poor, um, your, you know, your childhood was traumatic or Whatever your story is and where people wrote you off to say that you would never amount to anything, you would never become anything, you would never, you know, all the nevers that they put on you. I want to say that I want to tell you that you create your own story. You create your own narrative of what you want for your life. Don't allow people to speak things over you to tell you who you shouldn't be and what you can't do. And um, when people close the door, when you find another one or you kick through the window. You <laughs> from the window. Like, yeah. uh, oh well, we're not there. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you find a path <laughs> for yourself so that you can create.
create and be the person that you want to be and the person that God called you to be, you don't necessarily have to accept the, accept what people speak on you or tell you that you are not. Because the reality is, is that not everybody's perfect. There are a lot of people, for example, that we look up to, let's say like Oprah, for example, right? Who the, the cards were stacked against her. She has so many this, that, you know, she wasn't the slimmest. She wasn't the lightest. She wasn't the more, she wasn't eloquent. She wasn't this, she wasn't that. She had her own traumas. But despite all of the things that people said against her and being a black woman during that time and creating her own, there were so many things, there were so many things stacked against her. So many people that told her no. So many people said you couldn't, you won't, you shouldn't, you'll never last. And so I want to encourage those out there who feel like they're the underdog, where they feel like they don't have uh, no one dealt them a, the right cards. Nobody gave them the right hand. They weren't you know, born into a rich family or this family or that. They weren't educated. They didn't go to college or, you know, they look a certain way. They don't you know, look like this or that. The reality is, is that you create your own story. Don't allow mm. people to tell you who you are. Don't allow people to put negative things on you. If you want to be whatever you want to be, if you want to strive to do whatever you want to do, you do it regardless of what people tell you. You push past the naysayers. You push mm. past the people who doubt you and the people who tell you you're nothing and you won't ever be anything. You don't allow them to speak that and tell you. You don't allow. You don't receive what they're telling you because they can say whatever they want, but you don't have to receive what they tell you. A lot of times, people will put that stuff on you, and then you will let it seep into you, and you'll mm. and you wind up falling into what people said you will be. No, 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 ma'am, no, sir. You don't have to. At the end of the day, you create your own story. Whatever God called you to be, no matter what somebody says against that, doesn't it won't happen. You have to also stand up and believe that you are going to be whatever you want to be, or you're not going to allow these labels put on you to stop you or deter you from the dreams mm. and the goals that you have, because they will not. And I'm telling you that and encouraging, encouraging, encouraging you that if you're a quote unquote the underdog. Because at some point in my life, I was also the underdog. You know, nobody expected this or that of me. Um, nobody expected me to, you know, go past high school or do this or do that. And all of these things that were spoken over me as a child did not happen. Mm -hmm. And that was because God, right? Mm -hmm. But the other thing is that I didn't want it to happen. I didn't allow the negative talk over myself as a child to seep into me and for me to receive that. Mm -hmm. You know, I decided that I wanted more for my life and I decided that I wasn't going to be what people expected me to be. I was going to go beyond that because I knew I had a, a destiny. I know I had a calling at some point in my life. So for those who are feeling that way, where they feel like no doors opening, nobody gives them a chance. Nobody's listening to them. Everybody's judging them or calling them fat or skinny or dark or light or this or that or you know, you're not smart, you're this, whatever people are mm -hmm. saying to you and calling you, you know, because what you identify as or what you were born as, or, you know, even if you had any physical ailments or, you know, emotional traumas or whatever it is, because people tell you, oh, you should be this way. You don't have to receive that. You absolutely don't have to be that. And so I just want to encourage you mm -hmm. listening today, take that step forward towards whatever you want to do in your life and don't allow the negativity or the naysayers to stop you because you are the bomb.com, okay? And nobody can tell you Period otherwise, okay? <laughs> yes. All righty. I also want to um, express that, Al Teresa, your um, grand opening 
Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. How could I forget that? <laughs> Listen, guys, we, we have a few minutes left. So my grand opening for my for those um, as I talked about, it, I think, before, but it happened. And I, it's, it's been a whirlwind. I totally forgot to talk about it. But, yes, I had a grand opening for my group practice. I um, had a grand opening for my office space in South Florida. And it went well. It was friends and family there. Um, some people in the building came. And it was just a great day, guys. We did the ribbon cutting for the office. And um, the mayor of Miami Gardens yes. came out. So I have to shout out uh, Mayor Harris. He came out and definitely supported. And it was just such a great event. I don't know how I let that slip past my mind. But um, so we got to unveil the office, all the work I've been doing with uh, the interior designer, Ebony Hicks. Um, in the past few months, it all came together. It's a beautiful office. My staff got to finally see it. The community got to see it. I'm so excited that we got to do it um, because we do plan on, you know, starting to see clients again for therapy in the fall. So super excited. It was it went very, very well. And um, I'm definitely happy that I got to do it. And um, it was really, really nice. So thank yes. you for reminding me, Erica. Yes. Yes. My phys phys physically see, physically see <laughs> them in the fall. Yes. <laughs> Clarify that she's physically open. right. I'm doing virtual sessions now. We can we'll start to physically have people come into the office for therapy. So yes, um, thank you for reminding me. Let me tell you, uh, my support system is amazing. Let me tell you, hands down, the the support that I have from friends and um, family members and the community and things like that. Hands down, I would not be where I am without their support. So I, I'm definitely grateful um, for that. Definitely. Yes, it was a beautiful event from start to finish. The office looks amazing. Yes. So it was just a it was just a great day. And look, the food was good. You no. know? <laughs> listen, she she's gonna make sure the food good. Listen, Erica said the food, you gotta have enough food and it gotta be good. <laughs> listen, she'll check that off. You got enough food? Yes. It was a good day. It was a very good day. Definitely. I was you know, floating on cloud nine after that. <laughs> Y'all seen her dress and everything. Oh, yes, child. <laughs> mm, it was amazing. Definitely amazing. So I'm definitely grateful for that. And so as we wrap up this episode coming to a close, we just wanted to, you know, catch you guys up on our life, talk about something, you know, for your mental health and taking care of yourself and making sure that, um, you know, we, import, we imparted something into you guys this episode that you can take away to improve your own life and your own mental health. Yes. So without further ado, we're going to say, don't forget to pour into yourself because you can't pour from an empty glass. All right. Thank you guys. Have a good one.